Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Monday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It'd be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Berclair. Yeah, that would be a little weird. Yeah. What would you... Brewclair, though. Brewclair would definitely be... Yeah. Works, but no one's expecting that one. That was a special request from my wife, who's not listening to the podcast, but she said, why don't you mention this city? I was like, all right, sure. <laughs> uh, Humor her. Hey, you never know. I might get back to her. And, you know, she'll treat me less crappy for one day. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> Wherever you are in our great state, if you want to enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning, it's just a click away. Go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com, and boom, it's right there. They'll deliver it to your door. Whatever kind of coffee machines that's on the front counter of your house, they got you covered. Strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. Father's Day is nearly upon us as we are sitting here recording. It is two weeks away from this very day. Don't leave Dad out to dry. Grab him a new polo, a new hat, maybe a new tumbler, something cool, something from Mississippi State. He wants it. You want to give it to him. Make it simple. The choice is easy. Two locations of College Corner to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet or Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler. Starkville's flagship restaurant. For lunch, they have the best blue plate in town. For dinner, incredible five-star dining. I'm I'm giving it five stars. I don't know if the Michelin people have showed up or yet. I'm just saying. The the Brian Haydad dining guide says five stars. That's that matters a lot more. It does. In this town, who do you think's got more sway around here? Michelin or Brian Haydad? It's pretty easy. Although both of us, the Michelin man and I, we have some similarities. <laughs> we don't need to get into all that though. And, of course, for Sunday brunch, it's just the best one in town. So if you're taking Dad out on Sunday for Father's Day to brunch, you know, that's first off, that's a little, you know, just, just the thought of that is like, hey, Dad, we're going to take you to brunch for Father's Day. It's like, yeah, can we just call it breakfast or call it lunch? And you're going to pay for it. Oh, yeah, that's the other side of that equation, too. Enjoy yourself every time at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One bank locations they are all across central mississippi and they are ready to serve you we talk all the time on this show about eating locally shopping locally it's just as important to bank locally when you want to make a decision on your on your financial future if you want to take out a loan who do you want to deal with your friendly folks at the local bank their local priority one bank branch or do you want to deal with a corporate bank and people you've never met and they just pass it up the chain and they'll rubber stamp a no on there for you every decision's made locally when we're talking about Priority One Bank. So if you are a customer of Priority One Bank, the people who decide on your loan, those are the people you deal with all the time. 
You should give them a call and set up an account with them today. Go to their website, PriorityOneBank.com, to find the location nearest you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Speaking of priorities... All right, Robbie, nobody's got to cut a leg off. We're all good. We're all we got all our legs. We're all good. Everybody's happy all of a sudden, huh? Just took one day. I will say this. I, I've, you know, and I've been following recruiting for longer than I've been covering Mississippi State sports, right? I mean, I followed recruiting back when Jackie was the head coach. I, I've always been, I wouldn't say that I'm a recruitnik. You know, I'm not, I, I never was buying a copy of Super Prep back in the day or, or Max Preps or anything. When uh, you're following, you're getting all your information from Gene's page. <laughs> I was reading the scuttlebutt back in the day before um, you got kicked off. That's true. That's true. 20 years ago. That, that 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 around the time that this happened. All right. Uh, uh I don't remember. Yeah, you, know, you two weeks ago we talked about it on this show. We talked about it on Sports Talk Mississippi that it felt like Ole Miss had all this recruiting momentum right after Cameron Beavers committed to them, and that Mississippi State was just it felt like on the outside looking in, and didn't have any kind of juice whatsoever. And here we are two weeks later, and it feels like that's flipped a good bit. Mississippi State goes and picks up. Three commitments, two of them are public, one will be made public on the 18th. They have basically flipped an Ole Miss commitment in linebacker Fat Clark. They now stand as heavy favorites for three or four more four-star prospects here in this state. And they did it all in one night, basically, at the top dog camp. You were on the ground there at the top dog camp. I was not. You were tweeting. I thought you were tweeting from that. No, I wasn't. That is my mistake. Then I must. So you did that thing. You gave me way more credit than I deserved. You you weren't there, but you tweeted like you were covering it. That is just an abomination. I d- actually did not tweet like I was covering it. No, I thought you were there. My bad. I retweeted. I quote tweeted some stuff saying That's what I'm talking Good about. Job, it's ridiculous. You, I did the same thing you did. Yeah, but they knew I wasn't there. Oh my god! I had an anniversary dinner that night. Thank you very much. I went to Forty Four Prime. It was Paul Jones's birthday. Okay. He went. Well, he went to work. Well, Paul is our recruiting guy, so there you go. Okay, my mistake. Though. I thought you were there. Obviously, though, you, you you kept up with it just as closely as I did. It felt early in the day, even that Mississippi State was going to have a good day, and that came to fruition. Terrence Hibbler is the guy that Mississippi State fans have been hearing about, kind of been leaning Mississippi State. You felt like it was a natural fit. And one of the top guys in this great defensive line class here in the state this year finally makes the commitment to, to Mississippi State. That That is a big commitment for State, both literally and figuratively. No, huge. And it was one of those deals that we've been talking about for weeks. I mean, I've not been like truly concerned about this recruiting class. I felt like eventually State would get a little bit of momentum. It's just been one of those deals where it was time to push somebody to commit. It, it was time. State had virtually no momentum in the state. Ole Miss was getting all the headlines. It was time for State to make a push, and this is when they do it just about every year. This is mm-hmm. when they start to really make some ground up, and here they come. I mean, and it, it kind of goes along with what 
I've been hearing about this staff. They want to get guys on campus. They want to see them face-to-face. They want to get um, several guys in camp and watch them. They're going to evaluate guys. It's going to be a lot like Dan Mullen, how Dan Mullen did things. This is kind of the old-school way, get them to campus, get them face-to-face. We want you here. We want to offer you here. We want to meet your family, things like that. It's a it's a staff that's going to take things slow. They're going to put – you know, they're going to put the pork on the, on the grill and let it smoke a little bit, you know. And that's basically what's happening here. And now the, you, the previous two weeks, was that the stall? Was that where you had to wrap? Yeah, that was okay. – they were, they were basing. They were they were, they were they were they were rubbing the pork shoulder down. I hear you. Um, so, you know, Terrence Hibbler is obviously a huge commitment. This is a kid – I don't think that people really can grasp – how good of a defensive lineman he is because he's so quiet. He hadn't even been talking to a whole lot of coaching staffs. Um, and, I mean, that's that's the God's honest truth. Alabama really wanted this kid. And you look up, he's rated at 87 on our site, which is just egregious by our network. We've got to do a much better job evaluating talent in our state. And for, for a state that gets – as, as much pub as it does from all of these different coaching staffs, we really don't do a very good job evaluating on our site, but that's for another day. Uh, 87, that shouldn't last for long if we're doing our jobs. Uh, so it, this is a kid that I think is at least a 93-94 type defensive lineman. I think he's going to challenge for the best defensive lineman in the state of Mississippi, hmm. and State was able to get him on board. And it, I mean, he's a Mississippi State guy. Holmes County Central has been very kind to Mississippi State. You already got two guys on campus there. Um, you know, his coach, Marcus Rogers, his son is on the team. So he's been over here a good bit. He loves David Turner. He's got that Mississippi State mentality to him. Um, and a good-sized kid pushing 290, uh, 6'3", 6'2 6'3". He's going to be a, a really good player for Mississippi State. And this was a huge – player to get on board to try to get you a little momentum. Speaking of kids who, you know, I feel like there's going to be a a re-ranking of, Luke Work is the other public commitment for Mississippi State. Offensive tackle out of Memphis, Tennessee. Um, He's an Army All-American, but so far only has one rating, and that's from from 24-7 as an 85. The fact that he's an Army All-American leads me to believe that that, that's got to be reworked. No, No pun intended, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, that's that's another one. Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe we haven't evaluated him extremely well, but I like to pick up with him too. Big kid, comes from a Mississippi State family. He's got a lot of Mississippi State ties, um, and you're you're trying to build up that offensive line to a, you know a little different style of recruit that you're going after with uh, Will Friend and Mike Schmidt here. And uh, this has been one of those that's been kind of a Mississippi State lean for a while. Been waiting around to get back over to campus for for a top dog camp and uh, get over here with his family. But right now, he's the lowest rated kid in the class, mm-hmm. and he's an Army All American. So, you know, somebody's wrong here <laughs> on the valuation. Right? Either is the it was either the uh, or Under Armour, I guess. It's either Under Armour scouts that are wrong on this kid. It's, or, it's Army. It's the Army All American. Is it Army? Yeah, I thought it was Under Armour. I thought it was too, and then I, 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 I people said I was wrong, so I'm just going to assume that I'm wrong. Okay. Well, he's an All-American by right. someone, so uh, to be an 85, you know, somebody's wrong. 
right now. Agreed. And but uh, yeah, a, another guy that I think is a, a big pickup for Mississippi State at this stage of the game to get a you, to start kind of building your offensive line, and you have a couple of really nice pieces now on this offensive line with TJ Lockhart and uh, and Luke Work. And then you have the safety out of Tuscaloosa, Traveris Banks. Now, Banks was listed as a commitment for a short period of time on the MSU commitment list, but that was taken away because he wants to make his public declaration on June 18th. Apparently, he's a big fan of my daughter, Emily, and wanted him to do that on her birthday. Very nice of him. I'm sure she'll appreciate that. Yeah. Do we know why it's the 18th? Is that his mom's birthday or something? Uh, something to do with his, uh, I think maybe his mom or grandmother um something like that he's i think he's had that uh set okay i think he's had his commitment date set for that so it's it's something to do with his family and kind of a special date to him this is a high four-star kid on the 24 7 composite 24 7 has him rated as a three-star but he's a 94 almost a 94 on the composite which means if if 24 7 bumped him up to like a 91 92 He'd probably be like a 95, 96 and be one of the top players in the country. Offer list includes Tennessee, Alabama, Auburn, Florida, Florida State, Notre Dame, Ole Miss, Texas A&M. That's a heck of a list. How did State go into Tuscaloosa and pluck this kid from right underneath Alabama's nose? I don't know. I, I really don't know the story on this kid. Um, this was kind of a surprise to me. On and and maybe you know Paul can. Uh, give a little more insight than me uh, after the fact on this guy. But, you know, State just seems to be making some headway in the state of Alabama. And maybe he has some kind of connection with Josh Flowers. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But this is a big get here mm-hmm. uh, with this kid. And, I, I mean, I think they just made a good connection with him some form or fashion. And they're starting to stack some good players out of that state. I mean, this will be the fourth guy, I think, out of uh, Alabama in this class? That is correct, yes. So, and, you know, Jay Lindsay is a, a guy that's starting to pick up some more offers. Ole Miss offered him not too long ago. That was one of those guys that everybody was kind of questioning when they took that commitment. Mm-hmm. And now you're seeing him pick up, you know, Ole Miss. He's got a Vanderbilt offer, of course. He's got three SEC offers now. And um, all indications were he looked great at camp. So, so far, the, the state of Alabama is being recruited really well by the staff, which is not a, a huge surprise because we thought that they would get a nice boost with the, the two off-the-field coaches that they mm-hmm. picked up. Right, right, right. But uh, it's still it's still been interesting to see them kind of go hard inside the state of Alabama. Well, I mean, and they're getting – you know, we, we've talked for a long time about, you know, state should do well getting the kids that Alabama and Auburn don't want – out of that state, and the kids at LSU doesn't want out of that state. But these apparently are kids that Alabama has at least enough interest in right now to make it interesting. So, I mean, Hibbler, too, is another one here mm-hmm. in the state of Mississippi. So, good pickups there. The real momentum for state has sort of come in the players that haven't committed yet. But you feel like state has made big pushes with Stonka Burnside, with PJ Woodland. And with the Tennessee commitment, J.J. Harrell out of North Panola High School, you feel like all three of those guys right now, maybe not trending towards Mississippi State, all of them, but Mississippi State has made a lot of headway with them. Yeah, and I've, I've felt good about um, Stonka for a while now. Last I was told, his he kind of had a top three of State, Arkansas, and A&M. And I think 
A&M's going to get a boost this weekend, I would imagine. I think he had a really good trip there uh, to um, College Station. So I imagine they'll get a boost. And we'll see when he when he wants to commit. I've been kind of skeptical that I, – I haven't really thought that he would commit early. Mm-hmm. But um, it seems like he's kind of getting close to maybe wanting to make the call. I think he's going to put a lot of um, – thought into you know what his mom thinks about it i think his mom's going to have a huge part of that decision and i I like where state sits with her for sure and also with stonka Uh, and i think that chad bumpus is going to be a huge part of this thing too i I really feel good about where mississippi state is with him and i I think having said that you get stonka on board i feel like your chances go up with jj harrell too I think those two are going to be pretty close throughout the process. I think State will have um, – if State is able to get Stonka on board, I think they'll have an influence in him. But the crystal ball for Stonka and all that that stuff, to me, like I think that caught him off guard too. And uh, as far as him being crystal ball to Ole Miss, mm-hmm. that felt kind of like a little homer pick there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not – I don't want to take any shots at David Johnson, but I, I just – a lot of people were kind of freaking out about that, and I didn't hear a lot of validity to that pick behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that he threw that out there just to take a jab at State or whatever, but I think he was just kind of getting a little – either he was getting information from Ole Miss that was that was um, lending him to that decision, or he was just kind of getting on a roll there with – all these crystal ball picks, thinking everybody's going to go there. But I don't think that Ole Miss is as in the game as they think they are with Stonka. Let's let's continue this discussion after the break here. Let's move on into that, and that's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef, it is what's for dinner. This weekend, if you had the chance to grill, hope you're able to throw some beef on the grill. But anytime you're looking for a great, quick, easy weeknight meal, You should look at msbeef.org to find some great recipes that make beef the star of the show. Make a delicious and nutritious meal for your family, and it won't take very long. You can have it ready, and everybody's busy schedules can include a family dinner. Nearly 15,000 of your fellow Mississippians doing nearly a half billion dollars a year in agribusiness in the state through our beef providers. You're supporting them every time you buy beef. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef. Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. Robbie and I were there last week. The food was fantastic, as was the service. And I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know. And, of course, they were doing karaoke. I don't know if we mentioned that. Did, did we? Have we uh, Have we had a show since since your since your uh, little get-together for your birthday? Have we, have we recorded? Mm, when was that? That was Wednesday. Yeah, we did... Yes. Uh... We did Thursday. I, think. I don't know if we mentioned it or not, but they were doing karaoke up in there. They were. It was lit. We, we might need to go partake of that. Show these kids how it's done. Yeah, because they were kind of embarrassing themselves. I'm not, I, I don't want to. I did not. I didn't want to call these people out. I'm not going to do it by name. I'm not going to embarrass anybody. But it was kind of pathetic. Some of the things that we. Were I, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So we're gonna we're gonna work on that. So. Not only could you come to Two Brothers, if you get there at the right time and get a great meal, but if you hang around long enough, you could hear me and Robbie sing. Now, if that's not a reason to go there, I don't know what is. Oh, and let me add that you know they're a bulldog initiative supporting business. So, I've been there. I've been there three times. I think in the last week and a half, 
So you're a plus customer. That's good stuff. I am. I had the wings on Saturday afternoon. They were there you outstanding. Go. Robbie is not alone in enjoying some smoked Southern soul food at Two Brothers. Great products, great service. Every business likes to promise it to you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they have for 48 years. When you need technology for your business, call Advantage Business Systems, and then if you need service, call them back, and you talk to the people who made you the sale. No out-of-state or out of uh out of the country call center that's putting you on hold for 35, 45 minutes. No out-of-state technician to make an appointment with, and maybe he's there in a week to 10 days. Mississippi people helping Mississippians. That's what Advantage Business Systems is all about. The number is 601-362-9192, or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. The Rogue, in the collegiate collection at The Rogue, a friend of mine that reached out to me this week, she, she was like, Hey, I want to get my husband a, a nice new polo for uh, for Father's Day. What, 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 who was that you were talking about? I was like, it's the Rogue. Check out their collegiate collection. And they've got great styles, great polos, comfortable shirts, and they've got, most importantly, they've got the logos that you want, the state script, the M over S, the walking bully. It's all right there at the Rogue. And again, that's another Bulldog initiative supporting business. This Father's Day, get Dad a gift he'll truly treasure. Get him a shirt from the Collegiate Collection at The Rogue. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at The Rogue. Dolce opens 7.30 a.m. Tuesday through Saturday. That's Starkville's hottest new breakfast place. Bagels, breakfast sandwiches, and a great selection of coffees to get your day started. And then if you want to come back for lunch, they have the incredible selection of artisanal grilled cheeses. And then if you just want to treat yourself during the day at any time, they've got gelato at all times, and it's so so good. It's 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 what you deserve. You've you've been a good boy. You've been a good girl. Go go treat yourself to a little gelato at Dolce. But go check them out for breakfast, seven thirty a.m. five oh nine University Drive at Dolce. So now we're going to talk about some players that you know again not committed, but we feel like Mississippi State has made a lot of headway with. And we'll start with Fred Clark, the Ole Miss uh, commitment linebacker from Winona, Mississippi. He flipped on uh on Thursday night at the top dog camp. I feel like we've seen a linebacker uh, decommit and, uh, you know, end up at Mississippi State before from a top dog camp. Call me crazy. Hopefully, hopefully not as much drama, although Steve Robertson would probably love that drama. I mean, he'd write another book and he'd be a happy camper. But strangely, didn't Leo, Leo committed to Ole Miss, right? He, he decommitted from Alabama at the right. camp and then right. committed to Ole Miss. And then obviously, but he was at he was at state literally every weekend. Like it was so yeah noticeable, right? So, but Fred Clark, it appears it's just a matter of time before he ends up at Mississippi State along with his teammate who's already committed, T.J. Lockhart, and then two other players or three other players to mention: William Eccles, a big offensive lineman out of Houston, Mississippi. Uh, feels like that one is trending towards Mississippi State. A player that you know was waiting to get his offer came up to camp and had a great camp. San Francisco. Why can't it just be San Francisco? I know. Why can't I just want to say it, it, it makes you so want to bad. say it so bad. I know. And you look at it like, well, I can't Not say it. it. San Francisco McGee out of Macomb, Mississippi, a six two and a half, hundred ninety pound athlete, had a really good camp for Mississippi State. And then a defensive lineman that everybody is really high on. They feel is is underrated and just a, a raw athlete that everybody's interested in. Alex Foster from unfortunately, from Greenville St. Joseph High School over there in Greenville. You love him. 
You know, I'm anything that promotes Catholic high school football, I'll be told. I'm, I'll be, I'm, I'm all about. Um, another three, four players there that Mississippi State feels like they're trending in the right direction with. Probably, if if State is able to land the players we've talked about, they have the two commitments that we we mentioned, the guys they already have committed. Banks will come into the class on the 18th. If they get Woodland, Burnside, if they flip Harrell, and then they add Eccles, Clark, uh, Foster, and McGee. That is a really, really solid in-state class for Mississippi State. Yeah, I mean, here, here's what's going to happen with Mississippi State football recruiting almost every year. They will finish somewhere between 25 and 32. Mm-hmm. They will get some good players in the state of Mississippi. Ole Miss will get some good players in the state of Mississippi. And the beat will go on. I, it's just not going to change that much. I don't think there's going to be any drastic changes if you look at Mississippi State recruiting and you say, oh, this is awful right now, just wait. Just wait a few weeks and it'll it'll change. If you're looking at it and saying we're really rolling right now, just wait a few weeks and then it'll change to somebody else. At the end of the day, when signing day gets here, I believe Mississippi State will be somewhere from 25 to 32. Mm-hmm. That class will be somewhere within that range. And, and honestly, Robbie, it has a, a little potential to be higher than that. I, it has the potential, I think, to finish in in the the high twenties, the twenty one twenty two range, if they're able to you know continue to, to 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 recruit well. If they're you know they they, I'd have to go ahead and you know I, I love doing the class calculator function on twenty four seven, but if they're able to you know because they they pull some surprises, like a guy like Josh Flowers was a bit of a surprise for Mississippi State. I would say Traveris Banks. Is probably a surprise for Mississippi State. If they pull a couple of more four-star surprises out and they end up with six, seven, eight four-star kids, you got a chance to be in the 21-22 range. They very well could. Um, but history says that they'll end no, up right. somewhere 25 to 32. Mm-hmm. No, you're, you're correct. Um, and people, some people will be talking about how the, you know Mississippi State can't survive in this era. Some people will be um, t- talking about how great the recruiting is, it's just going to be an endless cycle that is here until the end of time. Yes, that that, that is pretty much correct. But I do think that, you know, top dog was huge for Mississippi State in terms of flipping the momentum a little bit, getting people talking about your recruiting class for the first time in a while, mm-hmm. getting a little bit of juice because this team's been lacking juice. And I – it's been kind of frustrating a little bit because you know what Mississippi State has in the form of its coaching staff. You know that the possibilities that they have there. And I, I believe that they've been doing the work behind the scenes. I just think that maybe they haven't been pushing or whatever. Well, now they're ready to push. Now they're ready to make their push here. And that's what we're seeing. I mean, I, I, I believe that this staff is going to be able to recruit really well. Um, and you're starting to see it kind of come to fruition here. And you, when you get the ball rolling sometimes, get it rolling downhill, you start to pick up a few guys in that snowball a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I think it's big. I think, you know, Fat Clark will be a good addition mm-hmm. if and when he eventually comes on. I have been hearing that I don't think his family was completely on board with Ole Miss. Yeah. I don't think that they were completely thrilled with that, that – it's one of those commitments. I think he just kind of got excited, jumped on that. I think Mississippi State was a better fit for him and his family. At least he, at least he had an actual offer to commit to. Apparently, yeah, man, that was crazy. 
If you, if you missed out on this, some kid, some quarterback, I forget his name, and it, it gets it's kind of inconsequential, but commits to Ole Miss. Every Ole Miss network runs with the story. He's committed. We've added this, you know, this 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 quarterback, and then it comes out that he doesn't have a committable offer, and the staff did not take his commitment. I mean, that's just poor reporting. Yeah, I think no getting you know, around just, it at that point. Like everybody kept their stories up, and I mean, I guess at that point you just keep the clicks, you know. Yeah, I mean it's. There's been some poor reporting a lot, but nobody ever seems to call that out. They just completely lap it up and continue to feed us lies, and we'll be good with it. <laughs> Something like that. The other thing that like, and you sort of mentioned is I think this weekend was a big – and you know me. What do I always say? Perception is reality. I think this weekend did a lot for Mississippi State's perception as far as its recruiting. There was a lot of, of – of, there was a lot of nerves. A lot of, is this staff going to be able to recruit? It, 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 I think all of that's been put to bed. I think it feels like Mississippi State fans, by and large, understand now the way this staff is going to recruit, the method they're going to use. And, and yeah, it's going to make for some boring Februaries and Marches, but when you get into June, July, that's when you'll see the action. And I, I think it's it's going to work out. I mean, there, there's a bunch of guys we did not mention who, you know, a guy like Xavier Gayton from Brookhaven, uh, kid, the kid from Vicksburg, Tyler Carter, came up to camp, sort of an unknown, had a great camp, and now it looks like he'll be, you know, getting him. Mean, he's got a Mississippi State offer. Could become part of this class, you know. And these are guys that you've got to, uh, you got to see, you know. Will, I think Will Fong was there, right? No, was he not? I have never seen Will Fong here. I thought there was somebody from twenty four seven. Not, I'm not talking about locally. I'm talking about nationally. There, no. but I guess I guess I could be wrong. But those guys are going to get re ranked, and and, and th- they're going to push things up. And other things Hopefully. to consider, you know. And other candidates for flips, you know, uh, Kanan Daniels was at camp, and that recruitment, you know, as I was, I do, is going to go all the way down. And this Mississippi State's not just going to give up on a West Point kid, especially when he's their absolute top target. At the when when, when Kanan Daniels and JJ Harrell and Noriel White and mm-hmm. those guys committed, my first thought was none of these commitments are going to stick. Yeah, right now, and, I, I think Noriel White, if you made him made a flip pick on him, would probably be the Ole Miss. Yes, but. You're right. I mean, he's not. I don't think he's going to end up at Arkansas. Another one to consider is Tristan Jernigan, the linebacker out of a tech, uh, out of Tupelo, who's committed to Texas A&M. He came to camp, and everybody said it. You know, Mississippi State made a great impression with him. So that's another guy that could possibly end up as a flip candidate there. Yep, um, a one to watch for sure. I think they'll probably monitor him. I don't think they were really recruiting him super hard, but it seems like they've kind of gotten on him a little more lately. Yeah. But all these kids, it's exactly what we talked about weeks ago when we talked about these players going out of state and all that. Mm-hmm. I think it, at the beginning of it, you know, you have these people taking these players on visits. It's happened for years and years. Mm-hmm. You know, these these handlers or trainers or whatever you want to call them are taking them on visits, telling them they need to, you know, see the sites and stuff, and they're going and they're committing to these places. And then they get home and they realize, crap, this is six hours away from my family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's going to be a lot tougher to get there, and they're making consistent trips to State and Ole Miss. Then you start to see things settle down in their recruitment, and they right. eventually come back around. That You have to get past that early February. Every time people start freaking out about that, just let the, let this stuff play out. Keep recruiting kids. I don't want to. Keep, keep recruiting Cannon Daniels. Don't I want to freak out. out. I know you want to, but it's time to, it's time to take a step back Right. Realize that you have like ten months to go until signing day, mm-hmm. and then eventually everything will will drop into place where it's supposed to be. 
But let the staff continue to let the staff continue to recruit and see what happens. Let's play a little game and then we'll we'll call it a day. I'm going to give you some a player's name. You just tell me Mississippi State or no. If you want to tell me where you think they'll end up beyond Mississippi State, that's fine. JJ Harrell. Right now, I'd lean towards Mississippi State. Stonka Burnside. Mississippi State. Uh, Julius Pope, the safety out of uh, South Panola, committed to Arkansas, but has picked up an MSU offer and seems to be re- well received on that. Right now, I I kind of feel like he might stick there or go somewhere else. I'm not sure where he sits with Mississippi State. All right, PJ Woodland, Mississippi State. Uh, William Eccles. Ooh, you know he. I'm leaning towards Ole Miss right now just because mm. he's not showing a lot of I, – I, like I, I'm not seeing him around state much, but I think in the end, I think he might end up at Mississippi State. He's a Houston guy. Got the ties there. Chris Jones is just going to come see him and just be like, yeah. what are we doing here? What, what are you doing? Uh, Fred Clark, I think we both agree Mississippi State there. Yes. San Francisco McGee. I'm leaning towards Mississippi State right now. Alex Foster. I don't know much about him, but um, you know we'll we'll see. They'll monitor him, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm undecided on him. I got you. There's just a lot of kids here in the state of Mississippi that I, that I know are, are you know I mean like uh, I just mentioned Xavier Gaten, Michael Johnson, the athlete from South Panola. Kids aren't even ranked yet by by, by anybody. So. Be interested to see when those kids get ranked and, and and see how some things move around. This is already a good talent year in the state of Mississippi. We've got a bunch of four-star kids here in the state. We might have some more uh, before it's all said and done. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us here on a Monday. We will be back with you on Tuesday. we got our SEC preview tomorrow, which is... Let me see here. Who did we pick? South Carolina is who we'll be talking about on tomorrow's show. Plus, this week is our first opponent preview, so we will talk about the Egg Bowl this week, and then on Thursday, don't forget, 11.30 a.m., we will be live at Little Dewey, uh, recording Thunder and Lightning. We'll have some Come great join us. Come, Come join, join us. us. Absolutely. And, of course, Mississippi State Athletic Director Zach Selman scheduled to join us as well talk about catfish. And maybe we'll ask him about the SEC schedule. I don't know. We'll, we'll see if we have time. Guys, have a great Monday. We'll be back with you on Tuesday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.